honestly, you do a great job of kind of knowing where we're coming from without ever having been there. And I feel like that's rare, right? Like I think it's because a lot of times, like I've worked with, let's say just trainers, they were kind of trainers, right? And they're like, you can do it. You can do it. I'm like, dude, I can't like, I'm not trying to be negative. Like you're wanting me to jump up on this box. I, can I have like a step? Like, can we, you know, like, can we, can we work up to it? So it's, and I don't know why I envision the people that listen to your podcast, maybe because it was me, but I just kept picturing like myself and then other people that you're just miserable. You know, something needs to change. You don't know how to do it. And it's just, I feel like for a lot of us, you just feel lost and alone and, and you, you do, you disconnect and it, it's just, it's a horrible, horrible feeling. And if I can ever stop or help someone from getting out of that or not going down it, I feel like life would be worth it. Like that's all I need, you know, like one person. It's just because I know it. It's, it's not a good feeling. If you think about it, both extremes are miserable. Like mm-hmm. if someone's overweight and they're in gluttonous, whatever, and they're on that end of the extreme, they're miserable. And then if someone is incredibly strict and rigid with their nutrition and some crazy extreme diet, they're miserable. Like the only way you will ever be happy and find peace and enjoy life is somewhere in the middle. Oh my goodness. Welcome back, my friends. This is episode number 105. And you just heard a quick little snippet of the interview with Lisa. My friends, this episode is one of my all-time favorites. It's so incredible. It's so powerful. It's a little bit longer than my typical episode, but it will be more than worth your time, I promise. So I'm going to keep this intro short. Let's roll that interview with Lisa. Grab your pad and pen and coffee and eliminate distractions, guys. The next half hour, oh, it's so powerful and it can totally change your life. All right, guys, I'm absolutely thrilled to have Lisa here with us today. So let's start, Lisa, by you just telling us a little bit of your story, kind of just about your life and your health and weight loss journey and stuff you've tried in the past, just anything that you feel is relevant. Go for it. Yeah, well, first, thank you for uh, asking me to be a part. Uh, This is exciting and uh, a little nervous, but hopefully uh, something I'll share will resonate with somebody out there. Uh, Oh, yes. For me, you know, my story, uh, it's probably not very different from a lot of your listeners. I have been uh, overweight. I'm in, I'm almost 44. So I have been overweight ever since about 18, 19 years old. So all of my adult life, I've struggled with weight. Um, I struggled with weight in my childhood a little bit, but I always played sports. So that helped keep kind of that weight at bay. But as life goes on, we become in our 20s and we get foolish and we love to just keep eating and drinking a lot. And for me, it was this just kind of a cycle of eating a lot of fast food. Fast food became my go-to. It just, the name alone, fast food. I could pop in between classes, between work. um, And that's kind of okay when you're 20. But then as I kept getting older, uh, I just kept gaining more and more weight. And what I noticed is the more weight I gain, the sadder I became. Mm. And so that kind of mental side of just, you know, everybody thought I was fine and thought I was happy, but 
I wasn't. I mean, I just, about around 25 years of age, 26, at that point, I was roughly like 110 pounds, 120 pounds overweight from, you know, if you go by the, the standard. Um, so all in the course of my 20s and 30s, I've always tried to find a way to lose weight. I, probably like most people, I've tried Weight Watchers. I've done Nutrisystem. I did uh, keto. Uh, when I was younger, I even did this horrible cabbage and carrot diet where that's all you ate was like steamed cabbage and Ooh. steamed carrots, which I used to love, <laughs> but not after that diet. It was horrible. That horrible. sounds like something that um, you would see on the front of like Good Housekeeping magazine in the checkout line at the grocery store, you know? Here's the thing. It probably came from there because I was still at home with my parents. So it very <laughs> well might have been, you know, like kind of in that high school uh, range when I was doing that, but intermittent fasting, that was, that was one of the last things I tried. And then uh, if, if there's a diet out there, I've tried it, right? Mm -hmm. Because I knew I had to do something and my body was getting to a point where it was breaking down. And so when I hit kind of right around that 40 year old mark, I wanted to, uh, I guess my version of a midlife crisis, I was like, I'm doing it. I'm getting in shape. I'm going to lose this weight. Finally, I'm going to get serious about it. Um, so I joined a boot camp. I was like, I'll, I'll start with exercise. I'll do that. That's when my body was like, eh, no, you're not going to do it. So my body starts breaking down and I start learning. I've got a lot of arthritis and joint issues. So that was when mentally I went to kind of a dark place because now I don't know how to eat right. I'm only wanting fast food primarily because that's what I've had for the last 20 years. And now I, I can barely get up out of the chair and they say, Oh, everybody can walk. No, everybody can't walk when you're in such pain. And when you're at a, I mean, carrying an extra hundred pounds is a lot of extra weight on your body. And so to even get up and walk to the mailbox was excruciating. And my family knew that, but like friends and coworkers had no idea. They didn't know that I was miserable and just wishing like, what's the answer? What, what can I do? How can I get out of this? And then um, after having a couple of surgeries, uh, a knee surgery, a hip surgery, um, because my weight added to all that kind of put me at this deciding moment where I knew I had to make a, a decision. So that's when I started doing some DDPY yoga, which is, dynamic resistance yoga. Um, and it allowed me to start in a chair so I could sit down and exercise. And so gradually doing that and just little steps every day. Um, and I still ate my fast food. I wouldn't give it up, but I said, you know what, Lisa, instead of giving, getting that number one Big Mac meal large, order a medium or order a small. And if you've never been overweight, I think it's sometimes hard to maybe wrap your brain around that. My thinking is why would you go to McDonald's and get a number one Big Mac meal, anything other than a large, like it doesn't make sense to get a small or a medium. And I think for a lot of us that struggle with our weight, it's that mentality and it's that mindset that hurts us so much more than anything else. And so slowly making those changes. And I, I just, for me, it was a bottom of the barrel. I knew my quality of life was done. My quality of life was not going to get me 
to 50 and 60 years old. The doctors already told me my joints were that of a 60 to 70 year old. So to be told that at 40 mm. and I'm like, geez, you know, and I'm single, it's just me. And I'm like, I don't have anyone to take care of me, right? Like I need to get my stuff together. And so for me, it, it was being scared. Um, but starting the, the DDPY yoga in the chair and then being able to graduate to standing next to the chair. And then I graduated even more and I could just stand and not have to worry about having a chair next to me. Doing that slowly over the course of about a year and a half to two years, I was able to drop 80 pounds. And just by cutting back on my food, I wasn't trying to eat healthy at all, just eat less. And it's been a very slow and long process, but I kept thinking the whole time, if I can get my mind right, the other stuff will fall into place. And so that's kind of where I am now. I still have roughly that I would like to lose 30-ish pounds, so to speak. Um, I feel like that's something you don't truly know until you get closer to it. And then you're just like, hey, I'm good. I don't need to lose anymore. Uh, But for my joints, I would like to get more weight off because I know it will only help you know, I, they tell me I need a knee replacement. I don't want one just yet if I don't have to. I've already put it off four years. If I could put it off another four more, that would be amazing. So that's, you know, I could talk literally probably an hour about my journey. And so I'm trying to condense it a little bit for you and, and, and not ramble. But. No, that's not rambling. That's amazing. I mean, all of those things are incredible. And I'm so happy uh, that, that you're willing to share all of those things. So I have a few, I made a few notes of things you said, and, and I actually have a question. Would you say, Lisa, that like from the time, you know, you talked about kind of the progression, we get into our twenties and into our thirties. And then suddenly the things that didn't, you know, matter that much or make that big of a difference, like now suddenly they do. And like all that fast foods adding up and suddenly we're gaining weight and so forth. Would you say looking back that like, it kind of in a way crept up on you or were there times throughout your process where you were like, Oh geez, like I felt terrible. I, I want to, I need to do something about this or looking back. Are you like, God, no, it just seems like boom, like 15, 20 years passed. And I was like, how did I get here? No, I definitely, for me, I, I knew early on. Hmm. I mean, I had numerous times in the course of being an adult where I would, you know, kind of have that internal dialogue of you got to get it together. You can't, hmm you can't keep living this way. You're just fully eating. I mean, eating out three to four times a day, Mm. right? Like that's, that's excessive. And it's not like, Oh, just like a little burger or something. It's like the whole meal. It's all of that. So, and, and then too, it, for those of us that have lived that way, you feel like crap all the time. (laughs) I've said it before. I'll say it again. I, I argue that like, the majority of people out there don't even know what it feels like to feel good because they feel bad. Like they just think that the way they feel every day, like is their baseline and that's just life. And I'm telling like, I'm saying that's the way you feel on a day-to-day basis is probably terrible. And you don't even know it because you don't know what it feels like to be good. You you don't know what it's like to feel good. A hundred percent. Yes. That is it. Like you get, that becomes your normal. Mm -hmm. And so you're doing it every day. And there'll be a time when you kind of overdo it and you're like, man, you know, I just, I really ate too much or I drank too much, right? Depending, but it puts you in a place where you kind of have a a little flicker of the light bulb for at least for me. And I would pause and I'm like, I ate way too much. Like, why did I, why did I do that? Like, I feel horrible now. Hmm. 
this can't be how I'm supposed to feel, right? But that feeling passes and I'm on to the next day and I'm like, oh, well, okay. You know, and so you're in this vicious cycle, but a hundred percent, yes, in the course of 20, you know, even 25 years and being a teenager to where I am now, it did not sneak up on me. I've yeah. known for a long time and I've tried, and that's why I tried Weight Watchers when I was in my twenties. I tried Nutrisystem when I was in my thirties, you know, I tried something every so many years and nothing ever worked. Guys, guys, oh my gosh, you, you hear me talk about it on the podcast. If you attended my free class recently, I talked about it in depth in there. Lisa used the phrase vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. And everything she just described for like the past 20 years of her life and her journey exemplifies, like it perfectly illustrates that vicious cycle, that what, what I call like the, the diet trap or the weight loss trap. It's like, you know, wait a minute, I'm moving in. I'm, I don't like the direction I'm moving in. I need to do something. Okay, I'll try Nutrisystem. And then like, it's too restrictive. You can't manage it. You can't do it, whatever. Then you move along. Okay, I'll do this. You know, and then you, you, you like Lisa said, like you see yourself continuing to move in a direction you do not like, you do not want. And you're just stuck in this vicious diet trap and weight loss trap. And it's like, okay, what's the next thing I can try? So here's my question to you, Lisa. Before the DDPY yoga, before you lost 80 pounds, um, with all the other things, the Nutrisystem, the Weight Watchers, the intermittent fasting, the blah, 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 any other things you tried up until that point, did you have periods of success where you would lose some weight and then gain it back? Or like kind of what was that like? So I, I love this question because I, I hope I'm not alone when I say this. I never had luck or success with any of them. Um, I have friends that have. Hmm. And I, I this is me being kind of retrospective in this. Um, looking back now, I think the reason I never had any success was because I thought I would have success in like two weeks. <laughs> so when I didn't, I'm like, well, this doesn't work. And I would stop it. Right. And so I'd either go back to what I had been doing, which was just my normal, um, or I would try to tweak their plan to make it where I'm like, this just doesn't work for me. Something's not, I was like, I like the idea of doing it, but I either wasn't fully committing or it was too restrictive. So that was my cycle. So no, I never really lost weight to speak of with Weight Watchers, with keto, mm -hmm. with IF, um, with any of that. I just, I didn't. And you know, looking back now, I find that funny. I'm like, you know, some people have great success with keto. They have great success with these other things. I know they could gain it back, right? Because it's learning to balance. But I didn't have success with any of it. I just, I stayed, I might lose a pound or two. Um, but luckily for me, I, I guess say the saving grace is I did not yo-yo. So I didn't lose 10 or 15 and then gain 25. Mm. I never had that issue. So I feel lucky with that. Um, but I was just looking for a quick fix is looking back on it. That's what I wanted. And, and I want to say two things related to what you said there. Number one, you said some people have great success, but I would argue if they gain it back, it's not great success. <laughs> like, you know, that, that who cares if, if you lose weight for three weeks, if you gain it all back. So I, I know what you're saying though. Some people do get results in the short term with those things, but you didn't. No. Um, in a previous conversation we had, like you said, you were looking for a quick fix, but one of the things you said in a previous conversation, you said that it seemed like everywhere you looked, 
in the weight loss industry. It was like, you know, drop fast, got to do this quick, you know, like got to get it off fast. And that you didn't even feel like or see anywhere that like gradual was even an option. It was like, I got to do it fast. I got to drop it quick. Um, I need to, because that's all you saw everywhere. Is that, that's correct? That's a hundred percent correct. And I, that's the part that I hate kind of with that whole aspect of diet, fitness, nutrition is that when you're overweight and you feel lost, like where I was feeling, I just, I needed some help. I wanted someone to help me. I needed to get there. And you just keep seeing those of, Oh, if we do this, do this. And it is, it's all quick. It's all quick. Mm -hmm. It's, it's all quick and it's all disconnected, right? It's like, here's a box of supplements and a book to read. Good luck. Take care. We hope to see a before and after picture of you online. And if we don't, well then forget you. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, that's, you know, when you're that poor person trying to push through and succeed, then you just feel like I just keep failing and failing, mm-hmm. failing. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a, that's a horrible feeling. Yeah. And it, and it just, it, it's a number one, it's a horrible feeling, but number two, it's literally ingraining that like neural pattern into your brain that it doesn't matter. And you know, we could argue that that may be why you didn't have the short-term results with those things. Cause it was so ingrained that like, this is not going to work. This is not going to work. And so we can say it didn't work or we could say that maybe that neural pattern was there for you and you, you kind of subconsciously sabotaged it because you didn't, you didn't expect it to work, you know? So who knows, who knows, but the bottom line is it didn't work. So uh, let's see, what else do I have? What other questions here? Um, I just wanted to point out a few things that Lisa said, please don't miss this guys. Number one, she said, the more weight I gained, the sadder I was something like that was, am I right? Correct with that? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely and, correct. and so, I mean, that's part of that vicious weight loss trap as well, because not only, not only either do people not lose weight or they gain the weight back. It's like every time we're ingraining failure. And then on top of that, if we're watching the scales all the time, we just continue to beat ourselves up and get sadder and sadder and sadder. And then the, another thing, just a jewel that Lisa had in there, she said, I only wanted fast food because that's all I had been having. My friends, that is powerful. Don't let that fly by you. Like Lisa realized, like, wait a minute. If this is all I eat, this is all I want. <laughs> like, you know, if you never eat a piece of, grilled chicken or, you know, steamed broccoli, well then you're never going to want that stuff. Stuff's going to be terrible if you're accustomed to eating Big Macs all the time. Right, Lisa? Yeah. Who wants the steamed broccoli when I can have a Big Mac? Yeah. You know, your brain's in that, that, that place. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the question I have, and maybe that other people have. You obviously, Lisa, had tremendous success, lost 80 pounds with DDPY yoga, which is guys. Lisa is a huge advocate for that. If you, any of you struggle with joint pain, you struggle to exercise in general, like, like the typical exor- exercise options are not for you, then DDPY yoga may be a great, great option for you. Um, but so let's segue from that, Lisa. So if you had great success with that and you lost 80 pounds by just cutting down and just saying, okay, I'm not going to get the large, I'm going to get the small, I'm going to eat less then why in the world did you decide to join my inner circle? <laughs> so it, that's an interesting question as well. I, I got to the point where I, I hit an impasse. I hit a roadblock. I was stuck. My, I've taken my body as far as I could with just eating less. And I do eat, let me 
put this out there. I, I am not nearly as hooked on fast food <laughs> as I was. I absolutely still struggle with this. I've talked about it in, in the group a little bit, um, but not like I had been. So I am completely now in a place where I think it's a matter of learning um, better nutrition and trying to cook more real food because that's going to be just completely different for my body than, than other stuff. Um, and so uh, coming to the inner circle group, it was a matter of uh, Corey and I, you know, we went to college together and, and I was stuck and I thought, how can I get out of this? And your, your, your name just popped in my brain one day. And so I just started doing a Google search, found you, found the group. And I thought, you know what? He always knew his stuff back in the day. He was always a good, caring guy. Let me check this out. And so that's kind of how I got into the group because I felt like I could find another resource that would help get me over this block and this hurdle. Because again, for a year being at the same size, that's great and I'll take it, but I still have further that I wanna go. And what I was doing wasn't working. So I had to find somebody that I trusted that I felt could get me there. And we hadn't spoke since like the mid nineties. And I was like, <laughs> Corey, Hey, <laughs> so that's kind of how, you know, I ended up getting, getting into the, the group. I will, uh, Lisa, I will pay you good money later for the nice things that you just said. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Lisa and I did go to college together way back in the mid late nineties. And like she said, it's absolutely true. We really hadn't talked or touched base. And then through the power of the internet and social media and Google, um, she found me, but, um, I'm so happy that I came across as, as kind and caring back then. And hopefully, hopefully it's still the same. So, um, now that you've been inside the inner circle, like I'm going to throw two or three questions at you and you kind of pick, you can answer them all or pick whichever one or, uh, just kind of have fun with it, do whatever. But I'm interested to know kind of what's most different for you now, or maybe what surprised you most about what I teach and what you've learned or, uh, kind of what's been the biggest game changer, like the biggest, you know, aha light bulb realization for you. So all of those, any of those go for it. So I, I'm going to say, I'm going to kind of start with the, maybe the most, what surprised me the most. I went in wanting to know more nutrition and wanting to know food, which I get that, that that's, that's part of it. I'm, I'm getting that. What I did not expect, which has been the game changer for me was the mental aspect of it. I always thought you know, when I started this journey a few years ago, I kept telling myself, I had nothing to back it up other than just my thoughts. I'm like, I feel like if I can get a hold of what's going on inside my brain, between my ears, hmm. I, I can do anything. And I know we tell that to little kids, like you can do anything, right? <laughs> but we really can if we believe in ourselves enough. And so what I've learned through the inner coaching group, which just shocked me in a good way, because I wasn't expecting it, is that I started learning about daily self-talk and learning how to confront, like we like to call them in the, in the group, the bully, the bully that's living. And you talk about the bully in your podcast, the bully that's in our head that is stopping us from truly being who and what we need to be. And it's, it's more than just weight. You know, if we can get the, the bully calmed down and we can have conversations with the bully from time to time, the weight's going to come off. 
And so for me, and I've said this in the group, I'm in the best place mentally than I have been probably in the last 25 or 30 years. So <laughs> and that's not why I joined. I didn't know that was going to happen. And I am so grateful that that's a part of the group. You teach us about our, our breakfast and our lunch and our, our dinners. That's straightforward. That's, you know, we just, just got to do those steps, but again, getting a hold of the mindset. And so the, you kind of being that connector for me, um, you know, I'd even tried hypnosis, like weight loss hypnosis. And that actually was a, a good catalyst for me because again, it was the brain. But what I started learning is that was short term. It, it wasn't really correcting my, my long-term uh, actions. So you teaching us with the daily self-talk and kind of going through that, that has started to rewire my brain. And so now when that bully pops in and, and when I say bully, just to give you an example. So the other week I it was after work and I'm like, man, I really want a milkshake from Chick-fil-A. But if I go get a milkshake, I'm going to get fries. If I'm going to get fries, I'm probably going to get a sandwich too. And then what I'll do though, and, and this is some of the stuff that I've kind of learned with being in the group, take emotion out of it, just stop for a minute. And so I even can't believe I'm going to say this on the podcast, but it's going to sound crazy. So just bear with me. I will have actual conversations with myself now where I'll say, Lisa, okay, why do you want to go get that milkshake? What happened? I don't know. I just, I really, I'm not feeling good. Some, well, did something happen at work? And I'm able to take what I've learned in the group and track it back down. And then next thing I know, well, I don't want the milkshake anymore. I've kind of worked through my own problem. Now, don't get me wrong. That doesn't happen every time, but it's happened so much that I feel like I have this superpower now yes. <laughs> to where I can just talk with myself. And as the saying goes, kind of talk yourself off the ledge, bring yourself back to reality. Um, sometimes I'm too emotional and I can't, but learning those skills and getting those skills from the group, uh, game changer, life changer. Um, and I've said it in the group before, I don't care if I lose another pound at this point. And I know that probably sounds a little contradictory from what I've talked about. Do I want to lose more? Yes. Because I know for my body, my knees, it would be the best thing for me. But at the same time, life's pretty good right now. You know what I mean? Like I'm happy. I I'm content. And so the weight will come, the, the rest of the weight will come off. It'll come off when it comes off. So, so guys, we can, um, we can wrap up the podcast episode right there. Lisa just dropped the mic on all of us. I mean, gosh, guys, please look re, like hit the little backwards button on the podcast player, rewind, listen to what Lisa said, just said again, and listen to it again and listen to it again. I'm going to give you the super quick Cliff notes version of the highlights of that incredible wisdom that Lisa just shared. Number one, she knew even before she got into the inner circle, even before she found me online again after 20 years or started listening to the podcast, she knew, man, if I really want to change my body, I, I got to change my brain. And then early on, she mentioned, she said, you know, I can do anything I want if I just believe in myself. And I made a note. I thought, wait a minute, that's not all, Lisa. That's not all. There's other stuff. And then she came back around to fill that in. She mentioned the word skill. Guys, if we, 
number one, we have to believe in ourselves and our ability to change. But number two, we have to learn skills. What Lisa just talked about with wanting to go get a milkshake and then being able to, in that moment, have awareness and go, wait a minute, what's going on? And having a conversation with herself, that is a skill. That is a skill that you can be taught, that you can learn and you can develop. And like Lisa said, is it perfect? Does, does she, you know, eat perfectly now and always say no to the milkshake? No, not at all. But she has that skill. And Lisa summed it up so perfectly. It is like a superpower. The more you become aware of the bully in your brain and what's being said to you and your self-talk and your emotions, and then how that drives your actions and your thoughts and your feelings, it feels like a freaking superpower. Like you suddenly, like Lisa said, she, guys, we, everyone wants to lose weight to get to a place where they feel good and not just feel good physically with more energy, but where they have a feeling in life of, oh, I'm happy and I'm confident and I feel good about life and I feel good about myself. Lisa's there. Like, and it wasn't because she lost another 20 or 30 pounds. It's because she did the work to learn skills to change her brain. And I want to commend you, Lisa. I want to tip my hat to you and applaud you because guys, she is one of the most coachable people that I've ever encountered. Whatever, like she's on the coaching calls. She's, she's connected and consistently in the group learning and posting and asking questions. And whenever I encourage her to do something or think about something a different way or do something a different way, she is always open and at least willing to give it a chance. So let's see what else? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see if I missed anything, Lisa. Number one, I wanted to say that you're incredible. And then number two, you said it may sound crazy, but you talk to yourself. A few years ago, I told my wife, I said, you know what I've noticed? This was been, gosh, maybe almost 10 years ago. I said, some of my favorite people in life, and it's definitely the people who are the highest achievers and who like are just some of my favorite clients and, and favorite people overall, they all talk to themselves. <laughs> and back then I didn't know why, but I was like, that's, there's, there must be something to that. And it turns out there is something to it. So, oh my gosh. Uh, anything I'm, I'm going I got another question for you, Lisa, but anything to piggyback off from that? I no, I, I don't think so. I think you summed it up very nicely. So I, I can't really think of anything else there. Well, you, you summed it up perfectly before I did. I just, I just kind of rehashed it because so, I didn't want people to miss anything. So, okay. Last question for you. We could talk. Oh my goodness. We could go on guys. I'm telling you, Lisa is a fountain of weight loss wisdom. If, if you could hang out with her for a while, which you could in, inside the inner circle. But anyways, one, one last question. What is the number one thing, Lisa, that you want people to know? Like if you were still out there listening, what would you want the old version of yourself to hear and to understand and to know just about like all of this stuff, like, you know, your approach to food and weight loss and yourself and your brain and your body and exercise, like all of it. What do you want? people to know? I think, I think for me, one of the biggest things, kind of thinking back to where I was at that time, uh, mentally, as well as physically, but I think for a lot of us, when we're especially, you know, severely overweight, 50, 80 pounds, 100 pounds overweight, a lot of times we can feel very alone and isolated. Mm. And this isn't everybody. And I know some people that's not the case at all. Um, but that's where I was coming from. And so I think if you can find a community 
you got to find a community somewhere. Realizing wherever you are right now that number one, you're not alone. If you can just reach out, reach out to you, Corey, reach out to anybody to start kind of acknowledging, okay, I know this isn't going to be easy, but I've got to take some sort of step. You, you have to be willing to kind of look at yourself inwardly and say, I don't know how I'm going to start. So that's the, where I'm going to start. I'm going to Google who can help me. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I'm going to try to find something um, that's online that I can at least get connected with. And then I think the other big thing is just to know that we're all deserving of so much more in life. And I think for so many of us, we get bogged down with, oh, I'm overweight. I can't do anything. I can't play with my kids. You know, is my spouse going to love me? And it, it leads us down such a dark hole. And I think for most of us, it's, it's all going on in our heads only. This isn't stuff that we share with family. We might not share with our spouses. Um, so if we can just kind of acknowledge that, that it's okay and reach out, then it's like this kind of amazing thing just starts happening, right? And, and we start pulling ourselves out of that because we always have a choice. And sometimes that choice is hard and it seems a million miles away, but just kind of focus on that, that we, we can get to where we want to be and it doesn't matter how long it takes us. And, you know, I think it's one of those memes or something that goes around on Facebook or saying, you know, if, if I get up and do something today, well, that's some, that's one more thing that I've done today that I didn't do yesterday. You know, I, I got myself off of the sofa. And if that just meant I walked 20 steps down my road, awesome. Just walk those 20 steps and come back. So it, it just kind of telling my old self, um, and that's how I got started. Like Lisa, just do something. You, you're going to, the way I looked at it, I was going to die. That's how I felt. I was going to die um, in pain and alone because I was disconnecting from people, hmm. you know, and being single, I didn't have a spouse, but I could see even being married, I am fairly confident I still would have been disconnecting just because you're not in a good place. So I would just encourage anybody, you know, reach out, get going with the community, whatever that community is. And I think, Corey, you've said it before, find someone to help you on this journey. I don't know the answers. I would have never gotten to the place mentally where I am right now had you not brought that to my attention. Somebody else might have, but with most nutrition or diets or whatever you want to call it, it's all about eat this workout, right? For us, it's so much more than that. And for me, that's what I needed. Mm. I kind of knew what to do with workouts. In theory, I know what to do with food. I've definitely learned a lot more <laughs> into the group. But that, again, that, that mental side, if we can get that bully to calm down, to even shut his mouth at times and be like, dude, no, listen, I've got this. You're not going to stop me. I've got this. And as we keep working, we get to that point. And I think everybody can get there. I, I fully believe we can. Oh, man. That's so beautiful. Like, uh, guys, rewind that part and listen to it again and again. I know there are some of you out there that feel just like Lisa described, like you feel alone. Even if you're surrounded by people, if you're overweight and you feel kind of lost and you don't know what to do about it, 
and especially like she said, if you're kind of severely overweight, it doesn't matter if there's people around you, if the bully in your brain is going off on you and you feel lost and alone and overwhelmed, please know that you can take a step in the right direction and you can do it. And I, this is not even about my inner circle, like Lisa said, and I'm telling you also Google, like Google something, just take a step. Like Lisa pointed out a few specific things. She said, just reach out to somebody and get connected, get in a community and get connected. That can be so incredibly powerful. Does that mean you're going to lose five pounds the first week? Does that mean you're going to reach your goal weight in two months? No but that will be setting the stage to move you in a positive direction because here are the facts. This is something we talk about all the time in the group, right? Lisa, number one, the bully wants you alone. The bully in your brain wants you alone. Think about any bully on the playground. They don't want to face off against you and all of your friends. <laughs> no, the bully wants you alone. That's how they beat you up. And then number two, all of those negative thoughts, shame. And sometimes when we're just so mean to ourselves and guilt and, and all of the crap that comes with, you know, disappointing ourselves with food choices or, you know, being overweight, all those negative emotions and all that shame and all that anger and all that guilt, it grows in the darkness. And so once you're connected to a community and you bring it to light, suddenly it loses its power. And as it loses its power, you gain power. You become that much more powerful. And that's so much of what Lisa I feel like has discovered. And she made a post in the group, Lisa, Lisa, I hope you don't mind if I share this a while back. And she kind of shared similar to what she shared here. She's like, yeah, do I want to lose more weight? Sure. She's like, you know, to be the healthiest version of myself. She said, but I'm no longer stressed by it. I know it will happen. And I feel unstoppable. And my friends, that's what happens when you change your brain and you get connected to people. So that's it from me. I'm wrapping this up. Lisa, you are freaking amazing. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Corey. I appreciate it. All right, guys, that is a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode and benefited incredibly from hearing Lisa's story. Lisa, again, thank you so much for being so courageous and so open and honest and vulnerable and taking the time to come on the podcast. We all appreciate it so much. And as all of you know, I always love hearing from you. If you ever want to know more about joining Lisa and becoming part of my inner circle, just shoot me a message on Instagram where I am Corey Little Coach or on Facebook where I'm Corey Little Coaching. And even if you have zero interest in becoming part of my inner circle, that's okay. Listen, if you find yourself in the place that Lisa described in this episode and you just feel alone and you need some help and you need to get connected with people, yes, we'd love to have you as part of the inner circle, but I don't care just do something guys like reach out to someone connect with someone or something or a coach or a trainer or a program don't fight this fight on your own you can do it there's no doubt in my mind speaking of you being able to do it let's wrap it up like we always do never forget never ever forget that there's more to you in your body and your success than what you weigh you are so much more than a number one number that the stupid scale spit out and losing weight is amazing, but it's really all about gaining life and living the life that you've always wanted to. And you can do it. You can achieve all kinds of incredible success with your body, just like Lisa, just like so many other people that I know. But step number one is believing that you can. And I know you can do it. And if you don't believe it, it's okay. Borrow my belief. Keep listening. 
We'll keep working on you. Thank you so much for your time today. Much love. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.